We've all been there. You're standing in a museum, staring at a painting, and all you can think is, I don't get it. To me, knowing the story behind an artwork is a huge part of knowing how to look at it. I'm Amanda, the host of the Art of History podcast, where we view history through the lens of some really great works of art. Each episode, we dive deep into the bigger picture behind some familiar and maybe not so familiar pieces. Check out Art of History now wherever you get your podcasts. kids welcome to our show we are a family podcast dedicated to empowering a generation of kind and empathetic creators and citizens of the world we are preparing for lunar new year celebrations a holiday season that started in china thousands of years ago it is now celebrated by many countries around the world in their own unique ways and their own traditions Today, we are joined by Ms. Chan from Mommy and Me Vietnamese, who is here to discuss how the Vietnamese community celebrates Lunar New Year. And next week, we'll explore Chinese celebrations with Ms. Amanda, children's book author and the host of the Playful Chinese podcast. Hello, hello. My name is Asher, and I'm your host along with my mom, Kristen. Before we meet Ms. Chan, Guess what? What's happening? Check out our recommendations on toys, books, and all the cool stuff we talk about on our episodes. Thanks, Asher. Grown-ups, check out our website, culturekidsmedia.com, and click on Shop. There, you'll see a whole list of fun activities, toys, books, spices, and even bubble tea-making kits that is handpicked by me and Asher. Every product that is recommended on our website will help your child expand their imagination and curiosity for culture, geography, and much more. All the toys that I like to play with. Happy shopping! Yahoo! Well, hurry up and let's meet our guest. And here is Miss Sophie Tran from Mommy and Me Vietnamese. Hi, Culture Kids. Hi, Asher. Hi, Kristen. It's so nice to be back. Hello, Miss Tran. It's a pleasure to have you again. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, Miss Tran. Could you tell us about yourself for our new listeners in our community? Yeah, so I'm Miss Tran. My first name is Sophie. And I love helping kids learn about the Vietnamese language and culture. And it's so nice to be back. You were here last year to talk about Vietnam. Can you tell us more about Mommy and Me Vietnamese? Mommy and Me Vietnamese is on YouTube. And you can just search Mommy and Me Vietnamese or Thế Hệ Trẻ TV. And we also recently started a podcast because we were so inspired by Culture Kids. Cool. So we celebrate Lunar New Year too, but we call it Solal. Yes, Lunar New Year celebrated with different names such as Tet, Solal, or Spring Festival and more is a globally recognized holiday season celebrated by many countries. The term Lunar New Year includes the shared festivities, customs, and traditions that unite all the different communities worldwide. So when do Vietnamese people celebrate it? And what do you call it? Yeah, so we call Lunar New Year in Vietnam Tet. Tet means basically the new year. Tet. That's what grandma says to me when she's scolding me. Tet. 
You're totally right, Asher. A lot of Korean elders, when they want to try to get your attention and they're about to scold you, they say, Dek. It sounds a little similar, but definitely not the same meaning. <laughs> oh, I see. So when does that start? That is different every year um, hmm. because it's based on the lunar calendar. Um, but this year, it is going to be on the 10th of February. Is it just one day of celebrations? Lunar New Year, it's more of a season, not just a day. Similar to Christmas, you know, it's a season. It's not just a day. Yes! Whoa. Friday, February 9th is going to be Thet Eve. Butter. And then the Saturday is going to be Thet. And then the Sunday after is going to be the second of Thet. That's cool. We usually only celebrate just for one day, but Mommy prepares a lot of things for it. So we know that the Lunar New Year, deeply rooted in Chinese history, is a time of many celebrations, but each country has their own unique way of celebrating it. Could you explain some of the Vietnamese traditions that are commonly practiced during the New Year? So one of the things that we do is before that, we need to clean the house really well. In the Vietnamese culture, during the Thet time, we are actually not supposed to be sweeping or cleaning the house for two reasons. <gasps> Why? So you can only clean before that begins? First of all, in the Vietnamese culture, they believe that if you're sweeping things in the house and, you know, pushing it out, then that means you're sweeping away your money and your property and you're just sweeping all the good stuff out. Um, and also there is a very famous folk story about a broom. The spirit of the broom goes back into the heavens to have a celebration. And so we need to give the broom a break. Oh, a broom with a spirit. That's cool. Reminds me of Halloween. <laughs> So the tradition of not cleaning during the Lunar New Year and the myth of the broom with a spirit is also practiced by other countries in Asia. But like many cultural traditions around the world, countries and families adapt and practice it in their unique ways. In fact, Mommy's friend who is from Malaysia shared that when he was growing up, his grandma would even hide all the brooms around the house. But unfortunately, this is not a tradition commonly practiced by Koreans during the Lunar New Year. So in our family... We still clean. But what if we make a mess? Like sometimes my sister Arden spills things on the floor. Oh, um, yeah, so if there's a mess, then what my family would do is that we would sweep it off to the side of the house, but then we wouldn't pick it up and throw it away. We would just kind of leave it there, just kind of move it aside. So that's, we're not throwing away our good luck. But Daddy wouldn't because he loves cleaning. He does. This is such an interesting practice. Is this a common tradition in most Vietnamese homes? And is it more of a cultural practice rather than a belief system? I've heard about a lot of other families who believe the same thing. As far as belief go, I, I don't think that, that people nowadays really believe that it's bad luck, but I just do it just because that's just the thing that you do for the Lunar New Year. Yeah, like how we eat duck gook. 
Every year during Lunar New Year, that's rice cake soup in Korea. That's our tradition. Thank you for explaining that. Oftentimes, people from different cultures practice certain traditions not because it is their belief system, like a religion, but it may be a practice that has been passed down through many generations. This is a beautiful way of maintaining cultural identity and fostering a connection to our ancestors. Another thing that families usually do, especially my family, is so every year in the Vietnamese um, lunar year calendar, there is a different zodiac animal. So this year is going to be a dragon. In some years, that animal is compatible with a certain person in your family. Everyone's a different age. So we would pick a person who is lucky that year to step into the house first. Welcome. But the, the actual tradition is whoever is the first person who steps into your home on the first day of the year, they determine the luck for your family. Oh, shimmering sharks! Whoa! Wait, we learned about zodiac signs from last year's episode. I made rooster. <laughs> Mommy is a rat. Arvid is a rat. <laughs> Daddy is a dragon. So I actually got a little curious and looked this up and realized that everyone's sign in our family is very compatible with the dragon. But I think daddy wins because his zodiac sign is the dragon. And 2024 is the year of the dragon. Whoa, so that means we all have to step into the house together. Yep, all four of us at once into the house at the same time. So it's, uh, it's, it's very interesting. So what we do is we, we go out first thing, like as at 12.01 a.m., we leave the house and then we walk around and we pretend that we were just outside and then we'll come back in. So for example, last year, it was my uh, husband's lucky year. So we let him step into the house first. I love that. We're all going to do it, okay, mommy? We're all lucky. So even though we know that Lunar New Year is celebrated by many countries in their own unique ways, one common tradition I noticed is receiving money and blessings from your grown-ups. Could you explain how Vietnamese families practice this tradition? One of the best traditions during that that I bet all the kids love um, is getting lisi, which means uh, lucky money. And for this tradition, people would put money, cash into red envelopes. Um, children, they would come up and they would give a New Year's a that greeting, like I wish you good luck, prosperity, health, and then the um, elder person would uh, give the lisi over to the kid. Thank you. We call this Sebe in our family, and we do a bow all the way onto the floor. That's right. And our money is in white envelopes, not red. 
Receiving money in envelopes, whether red or white, is a common tradition in many cultures to celebrate Lunar New Year. Historically, as we mentioned, this tradition of giving and receiving money during Lunar New Year is believed to have originated in China. Over time, this tradition has spread to various East Asian countries and communities, including Vietnam, Korea, and others. So there are multitude of preparations that go into the Lunar New Year for any family. What are some things you do to prepare for the celebrations? Many people prepare for the Lunar New Year by making rice cakes. Wow! And in Vietnam, there's two different types of rice cakes that people make. It's either called bánh tèc or bánh trưng. Yummy! Bánh tèc is a um, round cylindrical shape. And bánh trưng is a square, kind of like a cube, a flat cube shape. And they are made from the same things. They're made from gluttonous rice, mung bean, as well as fatty pork inside and wrapped with banana leaves. Wow. And after it's cooked, it usually takes eight hours to cook, to boil in a pot. Then after that, you take it out and that rice cake can actually last outside of the refrigerator for quite a while. Yummy! We eat rice cakes too. It's not sweet, but it's good. Why do you eat rice cakes for Lunar New Year? One of the reasons why people make these rice cakes ahead of the Lunar New Year is because they also believe that there is something called a kitchen god. Like a god that lives in the kitchen? I'm so excited! So, a kitchen god is this character. He lives in the kitchen and he kind of watches people all year to see how we've been. The reason he's in the kitchen is because that's kind of the communal place in the home where everyone gathers. That sounds like the elf that comes on Christmas time. <laughs> it moves every day. So, on a certain time of year, at the end of January usually, or the end of the lunar calendar, he would ride a carp. And carp is a type of fish. Up to heaven to talk to the god. So that the god would know who has been good and who has been bad for this year to determine whether their next year would be a lucky or unlucky year for them. Outstanding. That's the same thing as Santa Claus, but for grown-ups? <laughs> Yes, I guess so. In some East Asian countries, there is a kitchen god that brings protection and blessings for your home. Each country that practices the tradition has their own unique rituals to celebrate the kitchen god. So he actually lives in the kitchen. And so while he's gone, we're not supposed to cook. That's why people make rice cakes ahead because these you don't have to cook them, you don't need to heat them up. You just peel the banana leaves back and then you just cut it and you eat during the Lunar New Year. Wow, so in order to avoid using the kitchen during debt celebrations, you make the rice cakes ahead of time because they're easy to eat and don't require any cooking. That's genius. Thank you. 
It's also important to understand that not all Vietnamese families follow the same Lunar New Year traditions. Different families may adapt and choose practices based on their own lifestyles and what works best for their family. These unique traditions are followed by Miss Tran's family, and we are so happy and honored to learn about the celebrations. Are there any other dishes that you prepare in advance to eat during the three-day celebrations? There's a lot of different types of what they call like family meals, but one of the most popular family meals, it's this braised pork with like a whole boiled egg inside. My favorite part about this is that it's like a very fatty piece of pork. Oh, yeah. And it's just been braised and cooked for a very long time. It's like caramelized, so the the sauce is brown, and then the egg has been in the, the sauce for a long time, so the egg is brown too. I love brown eggs. Mommy makes them in soy sauce, and the eggs turn brown, and it's so delicious. <laughs> this actually sounds very similar to kalbijim we make for Lunar New Year too. Kalbijim is a Korean braised short rib dish, one of my favorites. And it's just very delicious. And one of the reasons why people serve this during the Lunar New Year is because you can make a giant pot and it will just last you for like three days even. So Miss Sophie, we learned that in Vietnamese culture, flowers hold significant meaning during debt. Apricot and peach flowers represent good luck and prosperity, while kumquat trees symbolize fertility and wealth. Could you tell us more about how you use flowers as part of the celebrations? During the days before the Lunar New Year is known as the most exciting time because everyone is out and you would often see people on motorcycles in Vietnam carrying huge uh, flowers and plants on the back of their motorcycles and riding home so that they can decorate their house. For me in particular, I love to decorate my house with peach blossoms or ap apricot flowers. So they look similar, um, they have yellow flowers or pink flowers for the peach blossom. That sounds pretty. We had red flowers for Christmas. Yes, we did. And a lot of families, they decorate their peach blossoms or apricot flowers very similarly to a Christmas tree. We would put it up and people would hang little red ornaments. They would hang little scrolls that say like, good luck greetings, kind of like uh, wish you prosperity or good luck or health. And they would hang that on the bare blossoms and right on Lunar New Year, the flowers would all blossom and it, it's just such a beautiful sight. And that's how I like to decorate my home. Let's go find peach blossoms. We definitely can. Could you teach us how to say Happy New Year in Vietnamese so maybe I can get money? Yeah, this is extremely important so that when you see an older Vietnamese person that looks like they have a stack of red envelopes, you can run up to them, you can cross your arms, and you can say Chúc mừng năm mới. So let's say it one word at a time. Chúc mừng. Mung. Mung. 
năm năm mới mới nào one time all together chúc mừng năm mới chúc mừng năm mới great job yeah so that's how you say happy new year in vietnamese Yay, now I know how to say Happy New Year in three languages. Sebok Mani Pader Seo. That's Korean. Juk Mang Nam Mai. That's Vietnamese. And Happy New Year. And that's English. So before I go, I just wanted to say that there are so many different ways to celebrate Lunar New Year here in the United States or around the world. You don't have to be in Vietnam to celebrate that. I think the beauty of it is knowing that you are doing something that people who hundreds and hundreds of years ago did and you're now doing the same thing as well and that's kind of an exciting thing to know that um, you're connected with people from history from way back then through simple actions. That's a wonderful thing to remember. When we practice traditions, we really are connecting with people that lived hundreds and thousands of years ago. It's like we're traveling back in time. And to our Culture Kids community, whether it's learning about your zodiac signs and seeing which member in your family has the luckiest sign, or buying peach blossoms and decorating them like Miss Tran's family does, we hope you'll join us on the celebrations for Lunar New Year and honoring the beautiful culture and people of Vietnam. Can you also share where we can learn more about Vietnamese culture? So if you would like to learn more about the Vietnamese language and culture and especially about the Lunar New Year, you can find more on Mommy and Me Vietnamese. We have a special Tet episode where you can learn about different words in Vietnamese. You can learn how to greet people. Then you can also learn about different songs that are sung during Tet. So once again, you can find that on Mommy and Me Vietnamese's YouTube page or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for being on our show. Bye, Asher. Bye, Kristen. Bye, Culture Kids. We hope you come back again soon. Bye-bye. Joke time! All right, Asher. Go for it. Who stole the soap from the bathtub? Who stole the soap? The robber ducky. <laughs> ah, I get it. The robber, 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 robber. Excellent. Your turn. What did the mommy bee say to the baby bee? What? Beehive. <laughs> It. Yeah, beehive, behave. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on our show today. Make sure to check out our website for our recommendations on activities, toys, and much more at culturekidsmedia.com. And educators around the world, if you'd like to be involved with Culture Kids, email us at hello at culturekidsmedia.com to see how your students can be a part of our show. 
Stay tuned next week as we learn about the birthplace of Lunar New Year with Miss Amanda, author of Little Bun, First Mandarin Sounds, and host of Playful Chinese, a podcast teaching little ones how to speak Mandarin. Stay tuned and see you later. Na 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 boo boo chee coo 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 la 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 loo loo da 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 doo doo ha ta ta toot toot ga 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 goo goo na 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 noo noo na 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 nee nee ha ha hee hee. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.